Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another broadcast on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight, you're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness, with your host, J.R. Thicklin. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. Comments made on tonight's broadcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Blog Talk Radio, the Soul of America Radio, or its host. Hope and Healing takes you from a place of pain, abuse, violence, rejection, and abandonment to a place of hope, healing, and power. All aboard with your author, activist, advocate, and friend, man of purpose himself, and your host for the evening, Mr. J.R. Again, to open healing, our journey to wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thickland, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us here tonight, right here on the Soul of America Radio Network. For those of you that are listening to us for the very first time, you're in tune to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness, a show that has the platform in mind to bring empowerment, education, advocacy, and to bring that process of hope and healing to those that have been affected by the issues of domestic violence, domestic abuse, spiritual abuse, abandonment, rejection, divorce, grief, or whatever it has been that have caused pain. We believe that there must be a path to healing, and there must be a path that begins with having hope that one can be restored to what they once were, if not better. And so this is that show with that in mind where we cover very controversial subject matters. We're dealing with the issue of domestic violence, which is our major platform, because we believe that it's imperative that we find ways to heal from it, but we also become a resource to those that may be affected by domestic violence. For those of you that are listening for the very first time, you're listening to us on the Soul of America Radio Network every Monday night, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 8 o'clock there in the Central Time Zone, 7 o'clock in the Mountain Time Zone, 6 o'clock for those there in the Pacific, and wherever you may be, from coast to coast, from one end of the globe to the other, you are in tune to us here at Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. Now, I want to say to those of you that may be listening by way of the Internet, www www.soulofamericaradio.com. Once again, www.soulofamericaradio.com. Once you log in, go right to the tab that says Hope and Healing. Click that tab, hit Live Show, and you're in tune to us right now. Now, I want to make another announcement by way. Last Monday, we announced that even now, for those of you that are listening, whether by Internet or by telephone, you can download our app, our app, Soul of America Radio app. Download it to your iPhone, to whatever Android phone that you have. And if you download that, it's very quick, and you can listen to any of our shows anytime. Matter of fact, the archive of every show that's on this network, you can go back and listen to it. 
whether it's our shows that we have done special tributes of uh, special messages, you have the opportunity to not only listen to it and go back and, and re-listen to it, you can share it with others. And so but with that in mind, I just want to say for those of you that are listening by way of telephone and you desire to call in or just listen, you can call in at the number area code 323-784-9638, area code 323-784-9638. That's how you reach us. Now, if you desire to have a question and or comment, dial that number, area code 323-784-9638, and simply hit the number 1 on your keypad. That lets our producer know that you want uh, to come on the air, and we will get you on the air with your question and or comment, and we're always excited about it. I want to first and foremost say to you, uh, for those of you that are listening tonight, I want to say belated happy Mother's Day to you. I pray and trust that all the mothers had a great uh, happy Mother's Day on yesterday, and I pray that you were treated like the queens that you are and you deserve to be. Uh, and, uh, you know, Mother's Day is really every day, and when we take that time once a year, it is, uh, it's always a great moment. It's a summer moment for some, and I experienced that for the first time on yesterday because it was the first Mother's Day that uh, I've had uh, without my mother, uh, mother passing 10 months ago, and this was my first Mother's Day, and I observed so much. It was kind of tough getting through it because she's always been there, and I often say that, you know, mother has been with me all my life. She's the only woman. She's the only one woman that I've had in my life the entire time from cradle up until now, and uh, just very special uh, person of our life have guided us through everything, truly the rock of our family in so many ways. And and uh, yesterday I experienced something for the very first time, not in the sense of one who has no hope, but I experienced something for the very first time in the sense of recognizing those that also share this pain, the pain of not having a mother there. And uh, yesterday evening I um, picked up my brother, I picked up my nephew, uh, one of my nephews, and we had to his grave site. We headed out to graveyard and um, visit my mother's grave as well as my sister, his mother's grave, a mother and daughter who passed four months apart, uh, sister passing first and then my mother. And I realized that when I drove up on the property, I was not alone, as there was lines of people, cars that was lined up, and they were there doing the exact same thing we were doing. They was paying tribute to their mothers. And so regardless of what, uh, we are encouraged that in the midst of it all, that God is still God, that God heals us, and, and we're able to come through it. Now, I'm not going to make one of those statements, well, you'll get over it or just get over it. Listen, I don't know. All I know, there's a journey to healing. And I know that uh, as we continue to trust God, it gets better. But it's not something that you'll ever forget. It's not something that you'll ever just, uh, you know, all of a sudden lose memory of. Because I can personally tell you there's not a single day that goes by, not a single moment that goes by that I am not thinking of my mother. She was the queen of my heart. She was the queen of my soul. And, and loving her was like food to our soul. And, um, and so I understand that quite quite well and not a day that goes by without us thinking about them and sharing with them and i'm so glad that you are sharing with us today now for those of you that follow us on facebook there's a few pages i want to call to your attention we have our facebook page called domestic violence it is your business that is an open group page you can go there you can actually join and you can be a part of it that page is very powerful in the sense there that we post a lot of information there about domestic violence resources warning signs what to look for stories testimonials uh hotlines and all that information is there we share those stories there and is there meant to help 
And then we have our other page there. It's called Destiny by Choice 2. That's Roman numeral 2, fellowship page. That page is a page that is dedicated to healing. Hope is dedicated to uh, uplifting. It's dedicated to a positive message. That's where scriptures are. That is more or less a closed group, but you can join that group there, and I promise you that group, that page there is one of the most uplifting pages that you'll find in social media. Uh, we have so many different activities going on. We have a daily roll call where when people check in, it's just like checking in, you know, into a live service. You just uh, make your presence known through your salutations, your greeting. I'm telling you, there are those that pray for one another through that. There are songs that are being shared, they're testimonial. There are so many things that is created in that page. Not only is our daily roll call, but our daily bread, where there's word that is shared with them. Then we have, of course, we have our uh, Bible trivia challenge that goes on. And then we have, beyond that, we have our, of course, Throwback Thursday, and then our shout-out shout Saturdays, and just so much is going on there. And as many of you that may have listened last week, on last Monday, we we took a, a great bit of that show and we dedicated it to the memory of one of our members who passed uh, just last weekend, and that was um, Diane Walker, who was one of the uh, very early members of Destiny by Choice Two Fellowship. And uh, we gave tribute to her, and uh, what a special! Very special moment. So those of you that are listening and you didn't get a chance to be on that show last week, uh, download the app. Go right to the app and go back to last week's show on uh, May 5th, and you will find all that information. And I'm quite sure that you're going to be very blessed by the things that are going on here. So tonight we're here. Uh, this is uh, May 12th, May 12th, 2014. And we're here tonight, and we have an open mic tonight about the issues that are uh, affecting us today. Uh, my dear friend and the president of the Soul of America Radio Network, Mr. Tony Stallings, uh, who, who just does an excellent job. He has so much programming going on here. But I, I want to bring your attention in case you have not gone to our network, in case you have not gone to listen in in case you have not had the opportunity to to go down our channels and see what has there uh tony has had some tremendous uh programming going on he's done a show dealing with the black girls that have been missing there who have been uh, basically abducted nearly 300 i believe the number is nearly 300 uh, that have been abducted there in Africa, and it's been a very important show. Uh, it's been a very important subject matter. He's covered that, and so I want you to go back and check out our app and uh, get involved with that as well. Now, one of the things I want to say tonight is that I, I wanted to kind of go back and do an encore presentation of uh, of last week's show for so many. I wanted that to be the highlight of what we're doing today. But I'll open up this line to you. Perhaps you today uh, have something you'd like to share. Maybe, uh, you know, it's your own journey to wholeness. Maybe there's a loss that you're dealing with. Maybe there's a, conf a conflicting situation in your life. We are opening the show up right now to you. Erico 323-784-9638. That's how you can reach us. That's how you can get in. And we'll be so glad to have you on and sharing with us tonight. Uh, because we believe that this is a time of, of a hope. This is a time of bringing healing. And uh, if we will remain steadfast inside of that, that we'll begin to see that play out in a very rewarding way. So um, I'm going to do two things in the midst of us being here. It's open line right now. We're open line to you, Erico, 323-784-9638. And I'm going to go back and try to play just a little bit of uh, of uh, last week's show uh, it was to me uh, one of those shows that will 
that will go down in the annals of time uh, for so much that happened uh, on that show. It was, I, I tell you, it was the epitome of seeing uh, Soul of America Radio Network uh, at its best in uh, reaching out to those that have been affected by not only uh, domestic violence and other things, but reaching out to the members there of the Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship page and reaching out, sharing stories and sharing what your contribution means. Because that, at the end of the day, that's what we're talking about. Our lives are meant to be lived on purpose, and we're not here uh, just to meander through life, but we're here with purposes. And even as Diane Walker was one who life had a purpose, and she uh, touched so many uh, through her life. And we learned some valuable things last week. And, uh, and there are things that we will treasure forever. So now, as the line is uh, open, is open line right now. Eric, three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. That is how you reach us today. Uh, uh, you listen to Hope and Healing: A Journey to Wholeness, and I'm your host, J.R. Thicklin, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us. And what we'd like to do is uh, get you on. And but what we're going to do, we're going to take your call right after this break. You listen to Hope and Healing: A Journey to Wholeness. This is J.R. Thicklin. I'll see you right after this. Come you're listening on the internet, you're probably looking at a series of advertisements all over your screen. Please click one of them because when you click one of those advertisements, you're helping us to bring you the best in soulful talk radio right here on SOAR. If you're listening via internet and you want to speak to the host, please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. This is the Soul of America Radio. The following is an actual 911 call made by a child witnessing parental domestic
But by all means Do something Now And now we return you to Hope and Healing A Journey to Wholeness With your host J.R. Thickler And I'm so very glad you've joined us right here on the Soul of America Radio Network. You know, as we try to bring to you the best programming and information to inform us about things that affect our society and community at large, it goes without saying that literally uh, that we live in a, a country that actually is basically knee-jerk reaction, that we have a knee-jerk reaction to things that happen, those things that are uh, that are horrific, those things that are tragic in most cases. And the problem with the knee-jerk reaction is that the reaction is very temporal, that it only lasts for a little bit of time. It only goes on and and we march we rally we you know we we get our uh, uh, three minutes of fame in front of a camera or whatever and, and we express the passion and things and then guess what then it's all gone and it and it simmers down until the next tragic e- event happened then it just the cycle keep repeating and really what we're about here is not repeating the cycle we believe the way to break the chain and to break the cycle from happening is that we have to educate and we have to empower we have to educate and empower in a way that we are all mobilized to do the right thing. We're mobilized to move from the place of complacency and from the place of um, the place of stagnation and begin to do things that are going to set some things in motion. What do I mean by that? We can't all do everything, but we ought to all do something in order to make a difference inside of the world. So inside of that, one of the things I talk about is advocacy and raising the awareness about the severity of this issue here. This is not just happening to Geraldine across the hallway. This is not just happening uh, to Lisa, who lives next door. This is not just happening to John, who lives uh, downstairs. This is happening everywhere, and it's an epidemic. When we're considering that national statistics says every 12 seconds a female is battered in a domestic violence incident, well, it depends on what you're reading. It would also tell you about the same token that every 34 seconds that a male is battered. And so, you know, more and more we're beginning to capture numbers, and, and uh, what we're saying is that the issue of violence is wrong, period. Uh, gender Gender-based violence is definitely wrong because, in fact, it in and of itself is targeting women of that particular gender, and oftentimes there are many attitudes and mindsets that are that are that are behind the way this treatment happened. And then, on the other hand, when we have violence that's happening to males and this abuse is happening to them, and oftentimes they undergo the shame factor because they don't want anyone to know that they are also being abused or that they are enduring these type things. So there's a need to raise awareness. There's a reason for us to stand up and to stand out. We have to all take that responsibility in understanding that the ruin of a nation begins in the homes of its people, and we as a people must stand up and must speak out, and we must do the things that are necessary to change the climate around us. And that's what I'm saying. We have to become the thermostats of our society, not just thermometers. We have to be the thermostat. We've got to change the environment. If the next generation does not see hope and does not understand what a healthy relationship look like or does not understand what it looks like 
to have a violent free relationship, then what we'll continue to do is perpetuate what I consider chaos and confusion. And therefore, abuse and violence becomes inevitable, and it becomes a part of the fabric of society, which was never meant to be. We owe it to our sons and our daughters to leave them a violent free world. We owe it to them to continue to show them what is healthy versus what is unhealthy. And so we owe it to them to continue to lift this information. I say to you and I today, to everyone that's listening, that our future is dependent upon this. You understand the number of fetal abnormalities that uh, occur as a result of domestic violence during pregnancy? The amount of babies that are born uh, all the time um, uh, already impacted, uh, affected, brain damage and other damages and retardation and developmental delays and those things because of the abuse, the trauma that took place to that baby in this mother's womb. And so even when the mother is stressed out, it causes uh, it causes those same things that happen to the baby. Stressed out, uh, of course, uh, we start looking at uh, blood vessels restrict. We start looking at all these symptoms that a baby now exhibits because of the fact of what the mother is going through. So this is an issue here that does not just affect one facet of society. It affects every facet of society. Because of this type of behavior and maltreatment that goes on, it affects children's ability to learn. It affects children's sense of safety and security. It affects everyone. It affects the educational system. It affects the juvenile justice system. It affects the health care system. It affects the business world. It affects the judicial system. It affects the faith world. It affects every facet of our society. Our problem is, is that we have not talked with one another. We have not seen how inclusive each of us are and that this is an epidemic that has affected way too many. This is beyond a a lover's quarrel or a lover's spat, a lover's spat, this is deep-seated issues of the need to control and to abuse. This is deep-seated issues that oftentimes encompass the sense of entitlement and the sense of superiority that says that I'm better than you and that you must obey me. This is called forced submission, and forced submission is not submission at all. So we have a lot of issues here that must be addressed and must be touched, and therefore I open it to you and I say to each and every one of you, let's make it happen. Let's make it happen by raising our voice, by standing up, by speaking out, by not being silent about these type of issues because they are real. Each of us knows somebody. Each of us knows somebody, whether a friend or family member, that has been impacted by domestic violence. And therefore, because we know someone, we have a responsibility to do something about it. We have a responsibility to speak up and to, and, and to speak out. Somebody, even now, you could be finding yourself dealing with the child of someone who's been impacted by domestic violence. Notice behavior of that child. What is that child reaching out for? What does that child need from you? What is it that you can say? What is it that you can do? How can you show some type of stability and some type of sense of normalcy in that kid's life? Because that's what it needs more than ever, a sense of normalcy. And so, therefore, we all have a responsibility to make it work. We have a responsibility there. Are we our brother's keeper? You better believe it we are because, in fact, we have uh, – we have the responsibility to stand up. We have that responsibility to be that beacon of light and to understand that this is not the behavior, this is not the type of behavior that is conducive to growth. It is the type of behavior that is detrimental to character, detrimental to self-esteem, uh, de- detrimental to every part of an individual's life. So I say to you and I today that we must rally from every step of the way. We must have this conversation everywhere. This conversation must be held in school. We must get. We must petition and uh, to have more 
education in school, dealing with a healthy relationship, domestic violence, dating violence, date rape, those things are important because our young people are experiencing this every day. And let me say this, and I say this on a real note. It's happening in so many ways that literally we're seeing more aggression out of even females, young teen girls. We're seeing more aggressiveness out of them than ever before. As I find myself on school campuses from time to time, I'm I'm absolutely amazed at some of the things that I see, the aggression that comes from girls. And I'm like saying, no, don't do that, but I don't know who to say don't do that to because I'm seeing aggressive behavior. So, there's life lessons that need to be taught. There's life lessons that need to be modeled, and it is up to us to do it. I cannot say this enough. We cannot, we cannot afford to depend on government to make this happen. This has to be something that we as individuals in our community must take ownership of. We must take ownership of this. And when we take ownership of it, then guess what? The difference is made. We must take ownership of this. And when we take ownership of it, then we can change things in our community. We can change things in our family. We can change things in our neighborhood because that is really what our plight is and that is what our responsibility is. So area code 323-784-9638, area code 323-784-9638, that is how you reach us today right here on the Soul of America Radio Network. You're listening to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness, and this is your host, J.R. Thickland, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us tonight here on the Soul of America Radio Network. Your phone call is welcome. Your opinion and comment is welcome tonight. So we're just having an open line, open, open mic tonight. About these issues here, about what we see, too often we really begin to look at this issue when there is a travesty, there's a homicide uh, that has happened, there's a, a homicide that has happened. Why should we wait on a life to be lost before we begin to up the ante, before we really begin to speak out, before we really begin to uh, uh, sound the alarm? We have to understand that every moment, Every moment is a valuable moment. We have to understand not only is every moment a valuable moment, but every moment an individual is impacted by this that you and I uh, cannot afford to see it continue to affect every facet of our lives. So we have a responsibility, and we must continue to speak up and speak out uh, with these social ills. So I just want to say tonight that even as we're listening today that we must take our rightful place inside of addressing this issue. Families are impacted by this. Lives are impacted by this. This is not something that goes away simply because of the fact we uh, wish it goes away. These are things that goes on, and generationally, generationally, we continue to see these type of things happen. And when we see these things happen generationally, then our lives are forever impacted. What happens to the next generation? What happens to the next generation? It is there uh, to suffer the same fate or even worse, and we cannot afford to see that happen. Shall we sit back and watch the next generation continue to suffer at the hands of this type of senseless violence? No, we cannot afford to allow it to do so. And if we continue to stand back and watch it happen, then guess what? Then we are literally given a license to the next generation to undergo this tragedy of domestic violence. Air code 323-784-9638. Air code 323-784-9638. That is how you reach us. You listen to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Ficklin. Listen, we're going to take another commercial break. And if you'd like to get in on the show, just simply hit the number one on your keypad. We'll take your break. We'll take your call right after this break. You listen to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. <laughs> 
via internet, you're probably seeing a series of advertisements. Please click on those advertisements as they help us to continue to bring you the best in Soulful Talk Radio. Destiny by Choice to Fellowship on Facebook is a spiritual, drama-free, judgment-free fellowship forum for light minds to share in encouragement through testimonies, scriptures, music, prayer, worship, and fellowship. It is our desire to be an oasis of hope in the midst of the deserts and wilderness of life's most challenging experiences. We welcome you for prayer requests as well as your testimonies as we collectively operate as thermostats changing life's experience through God's leading in His Word. Join us as we empower lives and shape destinies. That's Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship on Facebook through a search you can find us. If you're listening via internet and you want to speak to the host, Please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. This is the Soul of America Radio. I am Indy Harlem 2 and I am fighting the power on the Soul of America Radio. Worldwide Coast to Coast Talk Radio. This is the Soul of America Radio. You're listening to Soar. And now back to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness with your host, J.R. Thickland. And they don't ever talk about it. And 
they don't talk about it because that oftentimes they are fearful. They don't know what's, they don't know how people are going to respond and they're going to act, uh, react to this. But I discovered that when people do have that liberty to speak up and to speak out, it brings about a liberation to them, a freedom of heart, freedom of mind, freedom of will, freedom of spirit. All of those things happen as a result of people speaking out. Oh, last week we had our uh, special guest, um, Stephanie uh, Josie, was on as I guess she was. She's an author as well. She's an author and a survivor, and uh, and um, her book I believe is Poetic Storms, and uh, it talks about the poetic storms and talk about that journey and how she got through it. And she got through it because she was able to record her thoughts and her feelings, and um, and that was a very very interesting show, good show. I've had people to contact me, wanted to contact her because of the fact the show inspired them uh, to go the next step and to do something about the things that they've been holding on to. And so that's the encouragement I give tonight, that we must continue to do those type things because when we do those type things, we're able to bring healing to so many. We're able to bring healing uh, to those that are mostly affected by this issue. And family members, you will be amazed what happens when someone is willing to stand up and to speak out. So what I want to do tonight in our tribute to our uh, to Diane Walker, I want to revisit that tribute that was put together masterfully by our, our president and uh, uh, CEO here of uh, Soul of America Radio Network. And I want you to listen to this, and we'll take your calls right after this here. Listen to this powerful tribute. This is Diane Walker's testimony about what she had overcome. Uh, good evening, Pastor Jay. This is Diane from Destiny by Choice. Hey, Diane. First of so all, glad to have you on with us. I'd like to thank you for your subject because I have been a victim of domestic violence. I was married for eight years, and for seven of those eight years, my husband alienated me from my family. He did everything and anything and everything he could. And I took it because the way I was brought up was like it was your wifely duty. You didn't speak about it. You know, the husband was allowed to do certain things to you, and you didn't say anything about it. And it took for him to threaten to do something to one of my girls for me to, to make a move to get out of there and it, so it was so hard for me to be able to talk about this for years but I felt found out that by me speaking on it it helped somebody else to keep them from having to go through this is that what is it that finally was the uh, was the tipping point that caused her to get out of that abusive relationship. Diane, thank you so very much. Share with us if you want. You're welcome. Well, um, prior to my marriage, I had been sexually abused by my, what I thought was my father, who turned to be my stepfather from the age of 12 to my senior year in high school. The particular night that made me decide to get out of there was that he wanted to do something sexually to me that my stepfather used to force me to do. And he knew all about the situation, and I didn't want to do it. And he said, in passing, if I can't get it from you, I'll get it from your daughter. What is she? Um, 11 now. And when he said that, I knew what I had gone through, and I wasn't about to put my kids through it. So I, next morning, I just got up 
like I was going to church because my grandfather was having a, they were having a memorial service for my grandfather at Abyssinia that morning. We just left doing the clothes on our backs and never went back because I was determined not to allow my kids to be a part of any of what I had gone through. Wow. You know, and I think that the abuse that I received as a child had a lot to do with me staying in that marriage and receiving the abuse from my husband as well. I didn't know where I was going, but I just knew I wasn't going back there. Wow. Wow. And that morning, he had, like, um, three $100 bills on the dresser and uh, nothing smaller. And I'm not a material person. And I just took one of the $100 bills and left. And when I got to church, I called the girlfriend of mine and asked her if me and the girls could come and see with her. And she said, yeah. And um, that was a done deal. Wow. Was the girlfriend in that vicinity, or were you concerned about him coming to look for you or finding you? Well, he didn't know where she lived. Right. He hadn't known where she lived. He he followed me at one time, and um, because I did go by the house to pick up some things for the girls when I thought he was at work, and one day he just happened to be in the hiding out, and when I left there and jumped in the cab, he followed me. And when I realized he was behind me, I ran into the apartment and called the cops, and they came and got us and took us out of the neighborhood. Why? But I knew I wasn't going back under no circumstances. I would tell him that it is by no means easy, but after you take that first step, it gets easier. And when you talk about doing it for the kids and staying in certain situations because of kids, you know, you'd be surprised how much it affects the kids because they know exactly what's going on. They see it and they hear it. And it hurts them. Even if they've never been hit, they, they feel every hit. They see everything that goes on. And it hurts them physically and mentally without them being hit at all. So if you're going to do anything, if you love your children, please do something to help them. If you don't want to help yourself, help your children. Wow, what a powerful tribute and a powerful testimony that was shared with us by our late member, um, Diane Walker. And, um, and our prayer still goes out to Diane's family and uh, to all that knew Diane. And I share that w- uh, for the reason of letting you know the power when someone steps up and they speak out and how that has a tremendous impact on so many. Because of her sharing, I'll never forget, uh, not only on that show, but in, in subsequent shows, we had a flood of people that began to call in, that began to speak out. We had people that began to really uh, understand their significance and that their experiences were not in vain. And that's what it's all about. You know, there's a there that there's old saying that talks about, you know, that that what you go through is not always for you; it's for someone else. And truly, her testimony inspired so many. Erico three two three seven.
1-800-273-9638. You're listening to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Ficklin, and we're taking your calls at this time. Uh, if you'd like to and desire to have a question or comment, just simply hit number one on your keypad, and we will uh, be very glad to get you on, on the air tonight. We have a short show tonight. Uh, show uh, We're about 15 minutes before the end of the show right now, but we'd like to have your comments and your call. And right after this commercial break, we'd like to have you with us. You listen to Hope and Healing, The Journey to Wholeness. We'll be right back after the break. As that commercial is queuing up, we'll uh, talk until that commercial actually gets to going here. You have a responsibility. You know, in the month of April was Child Abuse Month, and we dealt with those issues there. And we're dealing with the fact now we just finished Mother's Day, and yet it's still I on yesterday evening was part of an event there with uh, uh, Angela Williams and Mothers Against Murders Association. And I dealt with being there with many mothers that was there, but they were mothers who had lost their children to senseless violence, many even domestic violence. And so having said that, we have to continue to understand the magnitude
welcome back to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thickland, and we're in our final stretch of the show tonight. But uh, truly, we desire to share that tribute with you again, and what a powerful testimony there. And I'd like to just say to those of you that are listening by way of uh, telephone or Internet, uh, this is your opportunity to get a question in, a comment, and those things that are very critical at this point uh, because of the fact that, you know, just sharing could be the difference between someone uh, being able to figure their way out, have hope that they can come out, and a number of things. So my real point to you today is the fact of that let's not continue to be silent. We have to do things. We're talking about rallies. We're talking about forums. We're talking about seminars. We're talking about the things that we have to do as a community to make this happen. We have to take responsibility for our village, and this has to happen. Imagine a child who is constantly being bombarded with the images of abuse, pain, and trauma, and we expect that child to actually go to school and to perform as if there's nothing that has happened to them. Their psyche is not meant to have to deal with these type things, and so therefore we have to be a part of that uh, that insulator that makes sure that this doesn't happen. How does domestic violence being viewed and witnessed by children compromise the ability to learn? Well, it compromises it in a great way. It compromises it because, of fact, oftentimes the trauma there, the confusion, the memories that they're dealing with, those things are very, very uh, critical. And not only that, it distracts that child from really focusing and being able to do the things that it should be doing in school. So I'm saying to you and I and each and every one of us, we have a responsibility to our uh, neighbors, to our children, to our community to make a difference. That is our uh, commitment that we must take on. That is what we must do. And so I charge you to do so. Now, on next Monday, I understand, let's see, next Monday is the 19th. That is Monday the 19th. And the following Monday, I believe, is the Memorial Show, uh, Memorial Day. And we're probably more than likely going to probably have a pre-taped show for that day. But this is what I want to do. I want to give you a homework assignment. This is what I want to do. Next Monday, I want you, I want each and every one of you to use your phone list, your text list, or whatever list you have there, and I want you to invite at least three other friends to listen in. Invite them to listen in. On next Monday, we want to talk about from the subject, we want to deal with the subject of what about my friend, and uh, that's the reason for that. What about my friend? We want to deal with that on next Monday because we're going to talk about that responsibility that we must take for our friend, whether our friend is in trouble or whether our friend is in need or whether our friend uh, is the person who even is perpetrating the violence. We want to talk about that responsibility. So on next Monday, it's going to be what about my friend, and that is the challenge of that I put before you, I simply ask that you would communicate, at least share it with three other people to get them on the line. I want to set a record literally on next Monday about this subject matter. What about my friend? And when we do that, I believe that we can call attention to this subject matter. Uh, what about my friend? I'm going to look to have a couple guests that it's on that perhaps will share the story about how because of their friend, they, they their lives were spared, and because of their friend that uh, – things change, and because of their friend, they were able to come out of an abusive relationship. So that is what we look forward to even on next week, uh, on next Monday. And we have a slow night tonight. Very little chatter is happening there. I appreciate you listening on tonight. But I want you to make this a real assignment for yourself. Reach out. 
download the app if you would. Please download the app. Simply go to um, where whatever your app store is and download it there. If you if you have an iPhone, download it uh, there. If you have um, any Android, go to the store and download it. And once you download it, I think that you'll find out that uh, and download it that it will make a tremendous difference in being able to go back and listen to many of the different shows. And so that is the number uh, that I'm asking you to do so. Area code three two three seven eight four nine six three. As we're in our final few minutes here, but I want you to download the app and uh, have the opportunity to listen to this. And so uh, that is what I want to encourage you inside of. And until next week. This is J.R. Thicklet, and I'm saying thank you so very much for having been a part of uh, the show tonight. Thank you so very much for being a part of Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. And I want you to continue to spread the news, uh, spread the news, make someone aware uh, about the show and what is happening with this. And until next time, I'm going to get ready to get out of here, but I want you to know that we continue to believe in the hope of what it takes to have a violent free life. And when we live that violent-free life and when we make it our priority, then guess what? We will see things happen that we won't even believe. And so until next time, I bid you adieu. We'll go out with Tamla Man. Take me to the king. Have a good night.
It's my own. 